The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest this morning is Jocelyn Gly. She is the editor-in-chief of 99U.com, which is Behance's effort to provide the missing curriculum for making ideas happen. It's a very well-known website. It's won two Webby Awards for Best Cultural Blog, has lots of what uh, we in the business call evergreen content, and I'm sure Jocelyn will talk to you about that. She's also the executive producer of the 99U Conference, and she has a new book out called Make Your Mark, The Creative's Guide to Building a Business with Impact. Welcome to the show today, Jocelyn. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here, Kelly. So let's start with this. What is 99U? Well, 99U, the name actually comes from that uh, Thomas Edison quote, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Yes. And so 99U is really our um, effort to kind of focus on that 99% perspiration. And, and what that means for us is it's, it's really a website that targets creatives and, you know, or people who kind of want to get creative with their businesses. Mm-hmm. And our kind of perspective is that, you know, people have enough ideas. They don't really need more ideas or more inspiration. What they need is more kind of actionable help on how to execute on those ideas. Absolutely. So you were talking about not focusing on the inspiration because there's so many people out there with ideas, and that's that's what you kind of hear is the problem. You know, anybody can come up with an idea. It's the people who actually take that next step and start executing against them and then make them happen is what really counts. And a lot of people have problems with that. They can see the idea. They can see the the end result, but they don't know how to get there. So that's where you step in, right? Exactly. And we do that, um, you know, through a variety of different channels. We have, as you mentioned, the website at 99u.com, which has a lot of um, interviews and articles and tips as well as videos um, on how to execute on your ideas. And then we also do uh, a very large annual conference at Lincoln Center here in New York, which is about a thousand people from all over the world attend. And then we have um, an ongoing book series, um, which we just released the third book um, last November. Right. And kind of through all of those channels, we really try to get into this sort of nitty-gritty of making ideas happen. I kind of call it a little bit demystifying the creative process, mm-hmm. I think. A lot of times when you have a success or you finish a project or you, you know, you've gotten pretty far along in your business, there's this impetus to sort of tell people a rather pat story about how it actually happened. Right. And we try to kind of pull the curtain back on that and get into what really happened and then kind of share, you know, tips with people about how they can do the same. Exactly. And and that learning from each other, especially among adults, is very valuable. It, rather than some very strict curriculum-driven sort of learning, they, they like to learn from their peers. They like to learn from what's worked from others. So so great concept. I want to go through all the different channels because it, it's fascinating what you've put together. Let's start, though, with where this all came from. You, uh, This was actually born out of Behance. Tell us what Behance is and how it morphed into 99U. 
Yeah, well, so Behance is at Behance.com, and it is the sort of largest uh, creative network for people to showcase and discover creative work from all over the world. Um, it has millions of members now, and it's really, you know, kind of a, a sort of shorthand for describing it is um, sometimes we call it the LinkedIn of the creative world. Right. Um, you know, so on LinkedIn, you put up your resume. On Behance, it's for, you know, there's so many artists. Um, you know, designers, filmmakers who have very visual work. And so it's all about kind of taking a portfolio approach and displaying all of those creative projects that, you know, that people have. And the original idea behind behind Behance was, you know, yeah, you could build a personal website and display your work, but, you know, someone has to kind of stumble on it or already know about you to find it. And right. Thought, what if we bring all these people together in one place create this platform for people all over the world to showcase, discover, you know, and discover work. And then, you know, that would really raise the level of possible exposure for everyone and kind of help everyone in this creative community find more work. So, you know, Behance itself was always about empowering people in their creative careers. Mm -hmm. And 99U kind of sprung out of that essentially as, um, you know, sort of the education arm or almost think tank of Behance where, we were kind of going out and really talking to creatives about, you know, what they were doing in their creative careers and kind of, you know, trying to share insights with people on how to, you know, build a really great career. Right. You have won, as I said at the top of the show, uh, the website has won major awards recognizing its content. What is your approach to the editorial? What are your philosophies towards the content? Well, I think we, from the start, we took a really different approach. The website launched in 2009, and, and at that time, and it, it still is very much sort of the prevailing approach to editorial, was kind of a, a sort of like feed the beast approach, you know, blogs would be doing like 10 or 15 posts a day. Um, you know, it was kind of all about just sort of putting out more, more, more. Yes, quantity. And we kind of went, we just sort of ran the other direction and said, you know what, we're going to be all about quality over quantity. We're going to publish about you know, three really well-crafted features a week, and we're not going to be about trying to be, you know, super current or newsy. That's not what we're about. We're going to be about creating, as, as you mentioned before, the sort of evergreen content. So hopefully, you know, a, an, an article that we produce, you know, published this week will be as good three years from now, um, you know, as it is today. And and then we kind of really made a bet on on that and then really doing a lot of work on, the social media side on Twitter, on Facebook to, you know, share our new content, but also really help people kind of dip into those archives and see the depth of the editorial. And I think that's been really, I think that's been really successful. I think that, um, you know, care that we take with the content really comes across to people. Right. The, you know, so much of the prevailing content out there today is, is clickbait. It's, it, there's an engaging headline that gets you to click on it, but then there's really nothing there once you get to the article or the information is so old, you find out it was something from two years ago. And now yours might be something from two years ago, but it still has relevancy uh, today. It, it still, it still has, has merit for, for the reader. However, a lot of the, as you said, a lot of the content that's out there today, its shelf life is very, very short, sometimes minutes long. So you do, you, I mean, it, it's very refreshing to encounter a site like yours. Let's talk about the conference. Tell us what that experience is like. Yeah, well, and it's interesting. The conference is really, you know, I think kind of the, the flagship, it's the flagship event of 99U, and it's really 
um, sort of the, the full experience. You know, the conference itself is all about, you know, how to execute on your ideas, and we take that very seriously in terms of how we execute on the conference itself, um, so kind of, you know, tending to every little detail of the experience. Um, but it takes place over two days. This year it will be May 30th and April 1st here in New York at Lincoln Center, really at one of the world's most beautiful concert halls. And, you know, we get this kind of incredible group of a 1,000 people really from um, all over the world, um, you know, people from the design world to the media world to the tech world, and they come together with this kind of amazing level of intention. Um, you know, there are people who, you know, are in the midst of executing on their ideas, they're in the midst of running businesses, or maybe they're ready to make the leap, and they really come to, you know, be here for two days and kind of soak up all of these insights on the mechanics of idea execution and then, you know, go away and, and do incredible things. Mm -hmm. And to help them do that, we curate in about um, 20 22, 23 speakers. Um, we do a series of kind of 20-minute keynotes on the stage. We also do um, some in-depth master classes that allow people to interact more and to go deeper. And we also do um, a variety of studio sessions where people get to go to um, some of the you know most amazing creative companies in New York and kind of see how they work. You know, so it could be. Um, I think this year we're doing one at. MoMA, we're doing one at uh, Quirky, we're doing one at IDEO, um, you know, a really mm -hmm. amazing range of companies so people kind of get that behind-the-scenes look. Yeah, it sounds like it. And the conference itself is growing phenomenally. What, this is its fifth year? Fourth year? Yeah, we're actually, this is going to be the seventh year. Seventh? Oh, boy, I'm behind. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but it, but it keeps growing every year. Yeah, I mean, we started out, it was, you know, 300-something people. Um, you know, we did the Time Center. Uh, we moved to a much bigger venue at Lincoln Center, and now it's about 1,000 people. And, you know, we'll see if we grow more. I think mm -hmm. that's a really nice size for us now. Um, but, you know, we haven't even announced speakers. We're going to announce our roster probably in about two weeks, mm -hmm. and we're already almost entirely sold out. So I think that's, you know, a real testament to kind of the trust that people place in the brand and the event. Absolutely. And you're bucking a trend because a lot of conferences are losing attendees and you're actually building, so you're doing something right there. And as you said, it speaks to the trust in the brand and what you've been offering uh, through your other channels. Where would somebody go to sign up for this conference? I know you said it's almost sold out, but if there is some space available, where can they sign up for it? Yeah, I mean, you can just go to conference.99u.com, and we still have tickets available. So, all right, and it's the all in the better. Okay, and it's all in New York. Yeah, it's oh, all in around New the New York area. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I want to talk about the new book and a little bit about Jocelyn's background herself. So, stay with us. Get ready for an evening exploding with energy as we celebrate Kansas City's entrepreneurial community at the 14th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards Dinner and Gala, Saturday, February 28th at the Downtown Marriott. Join host Thinking Bigger Business Media and sponsor UMB for cocktails, dinner, and entertainment as we recognize the achievements of 25 outstanding Kansas City area small businesses with under 25 employees. Reserve your tickets now at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. This is why you work so hard to pay the mortgage. Because home is more than four walls and a roof. It's that porch swing on a summer night. It's pajamas with feet and everybody over for Sunday dinner. And that old stuffed chair in the living room you just can't get rid of. This is why you work a second job. 
This is why you learn to fix things yourself, so you could save on repairs. Because home is your place, your memories, your family sleeping in their own beds at night. And that is why we want to help. We are making home affordable, a free government resource that can make paying the mortgage easier. And now even more options are available. Call 888-995-HOPE today. That's 888-995-HOPE. Or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Good night, Mama. This is why. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Over the decades, women have broken down many barriers. Today, more women than men make up the American workforce. And more women graduate from college than men. Unfortunately, more women also die of heart disease and stroke than men. It's time to break down this barrier. Join us with the American Heart Association. It's time to go red for women and advocate for women's heart health. Visit heart.org forward slash KC. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here today with Jocelyn Gly. She's the editor-in-chief of 99U.com. It's a site, which is one of many channels that 99U has, for helping to bridge that gap between the conception of ideas and actually executing them. We've been talking quite a bit about the website itself, about the conference, which is coming up in April and May. But, uh, Jocelyn, now I would really like to talk about your new book. You have three books in the series, and this is the third installment. It's called Make Your Mark, The Creative's Guide to Building a Business with Impact. Why the need for a book? You've got the conference. You've got the website that is updated with blogs, articles, and uh, videos. Why the books? Well, I think that um, kind of two reasons. Um, one, we have this, each of the books, the three books, kind of um, collects a series of essays, about 20 essays from some of the leading um, researchers, designers, and entrepreneurs in the industry. And over the years of you know publishing the website and, and putting together the 99U conference, we've really built this you know kind of amazing network of folks. And so the book series was on, on the one hand kind of an opportunity to really pull in the learnings from all of these incredible people into kind of you know these these small really beautifully packaged resources um, that kind of you know provide sort of a one-stop shop for people on you know topics, whether it's, um, you know, the first book, um, time management, the second book, kind of careers, or this new book, Make Your Mark, really on building a business. Um, But the second reason was, too, I think we really want to kind of um, always expand 99U's channels to meet people where they are and kind of, you know, learn things in the way that they want to learn things. And I think, you know, some people like to, you know, like to read a website or like to be on their iPad or they like to go to a live event like the conference. And some people like to read books. So it was kind of a natural evolution for us to kind of provide another way for people to take in some of the the insights that we're trying to share. It's a book series, three books. This is the third book. Did you, when you get, when you decided to branch out into books as a channel, did you sit and sketch out each one ahead of time and know for sure you were going to do three series of it, or did you just, uh, or three installments in the series, or did you just see that you got the first one out and there was a natural follow-up and then a natural follow-up to that second one? How did that work? Um, we actually planned it initially as a three-book series, mm-hmm. so I, you know, we kind of envisioned, um, you know, and eventually maybe I think we'll release it as a box set, but we kind of envisioned it as this, 
you know, three book series that's kind of taking you through these um, three really core topics, uh, essentially about kind of managing yourself. Um, and, you know, on the same level in terms of the way that the books are designed, we kind of came up with this um, way to design and, and lay out and structure the books that would really carry out across three books. So it was, it was fairly premeditated, though, you know, you always <laughs> kind of have to navigate with some unexpected things when you're putting, you know, long-term projects together. Right. You mentioned that the focus of this third installment, Make Your Mark, is on building a business. What are some of the topics that you cover in the book? Yeah, and I want to kind of um, clarify what that means. I think for us, um, we we like to call Make Your Mark a business book for makers, not managers. Uh-huh. And so it's very much a business book um, for creatives. Um, you know, I, I, I feel pretty comfortable admitting that I'm not the type of person person who really, you know, loves to read sort of like a classic business book. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're, what we found is that, you know, um, as we talk to creatives day in and day out at 99U is that, you know, in more and more businesses, they're not just handing the typical creative stuff, you know, they're really leading the businesses or going off and, and starting their own businesses. And I think that, you know, it can, it's really as likely that an MBA would launch a business, then, excuse me, that an MFA would launch a business as an MBA these days. And so it was really about speaking specifically to that kind of creative type of person who wants to launch a business and, you know, developing out a book that speaks to them. And then in terms of the areas um, that we cover, we really kind of go through sort of four um, different core topics in each of the chapters, which is really defining your purpose, sort of mission in the world, honing your product, and then really finding ways to delight your customers. And then the final chapter is really about kind of leading and cultivating the team. Mm -hmm. And again, you have multiple writers. You don't just have one voice through the entire thing. You bring in leading, uh, as you say, researchers and and people in the business. Why why do you approach it that way? Why the multiple voice approach? Yeah, well, I think that... um, you know, what's interesting, you know, on, on one level, as I said, with, um, you know, trying to speak to a creative audience, I think the sort of format of these sort of short, um, very digestible essays is mm-hmm. nice. Um, it provides a way for people to kind of dip into and, and dip out of the book as they wish. Um, but I also think that, you know, everyone has really um, different things to share. And our kind of idea was that, you know, there's not like just one way to do things. You know, there's not one way to execute on an idea. There's not one way to execute on a business. And so it's really interesting to me to say, well, what if we pick, you know, 20 people who have built amazing businesses and we ask each of them, we say, you know what, like if you could share one thing with, you know, hundreds of thousands of creatives about what you've learned building a business, what would that one thing be? And then that will be, you know, and then that would be their essay. And so I think, you know, different things are going to resonate with different people. And, you know, of course, the book is organized in a very sort of calculated way, so it all hangs together. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, different, you know, different styles um, are really going to resonate with different people. For instance, there's an essay in there um, from um, Jane, I'm going to butcher her last name, um, uh, Dulkeo and T. I think I said that completely <laughs> wrong. Um, but she was a student um, in industrial design at the Royal College of Art and Design, um, and she ended up inventing this product called Subaru, which is kind of, um, they sort of call it the duct tape of the 21st century. Hmm. It's actually this um, self-molding kind of silicone rubber that allows you to, you know, sort of um, basically hack any different type of product. And it's, you know, it kind of, you can mold it however you want. It's almost like Play-Doh, and then it sets like hard rubber. Uh-huh. And 
it took her like six years to invent this product. She just became obsessed with it. Um, but she's built this really amazing company out of it. Um, you know, and so she's coming from this kind of, you know, design background and kind of almost had to become like part chemist, part engineer to invent this thing. And, you know, so she has a really interesting perspective on how that happened for her. And then, you know, you look at someone else who's in the book, like Sebastian Brunn, who's, you know, led, basically led Google X for a few years, uh, led the creation of Google Glass, led the creation of the Google self-driving car. And then, you know, you talk about kind of what he learned during that process. And that's like a completely, you know, different perspective. And so I think these, you know, kind of different personalities and different approaches resonate with different people. And so the book can really offer a lot of different things. Yeah, it certainly sounds like it. For someone who would like to get that book, do they go to the 99U website? Are there other places where you can get that? Yeah, you can just go to um, 99U.com slash books. And all three of the series are there. Where do you see 99U going from here? Uh, well, I think we're definitely um, going to continue to extend the book series. That's something that we're talking about right now. Uh, we actually just um, also launched a quarterly magazine that kind of uh, collects the best of the best of the 99U.com article that mm-hmm. we produce. So, mm-hmm. again, kind of creating another, you know, different type of experience mm-hmm. for the content. Yeah. Is that um, print or is that an electronic magazine? It's print, actually. We just mm-hmm. opened up uh, subscriptions, I think, a couple weeks ago. It's actually available at 99u.com slash quarterly. Okay. Um, really beautiful. Um, you know, we, we kind of demoed it by giving it away to a subscription for a year away to um, all 1,000 conference attendees last year. Mm-hmm. Um, people have just been loving it. So we're kind of moving forward with that and, and expanding that. And then we're also um, launching uh, this September what we're calling 99U Local. And that's going to be a series of um, kind of small um, local events. We've curated uh, 30 ambassadors in cities mm-hmm. all over the world to lead them. And all of those ambassadors are actually going to come and attend the conference this year um, in May, kind of see how we do it, and then kind of take, you know, take those learnings back to their cities and kind of build out their own event that they lead. Um, and it's all going to happen in one week in September. Wow, that'll be something. And this is worldwide. You're not just talking 30 cities nationwide across the U.S. You're talking about globally. Yeah, globally. I think it's uh, 30 cities on six continents. So that should be pretty exciting. Yeah, we'll have to get you back here to talk about that. Jocelyn, how did you get involved in all of this? Um, well, it's kind of interesting. A little bit, um, you know, happenstance, as many things in life are. I had... Um, been helping, um, my background is really in editorial and content and publishing kind mm-hmm. of from from the get-go. And I had been helping a friend uh, launch a blog, and I interviewed Scott Belsky, who's the founder of Behance, and we kind of really connected, and, and we stayed in touch. And um, and then we he had actually uh, just gotten a book deal for his book, Making Ideas Happen, which came out in 2009. And... Um, he was running Behance, you know, you know, doing the startup thing, you know, had a lot of things going on. And he was like, you know, I really need like a partner to kind of help me, you know, essentially like kind of help me execute on this idea, be like a, you know, a sounding board for ideas. Um, and so we kind of worked on that and, and I helped him, you know, just really be like a kind of first line editor and offer a lot of feedback about it. And, um, and so we worked on that together. We really enjoyed working together. And then uh, right after when that kind of wrapped up, we were like, hmm, like, how are we going to keep working together? And um, Behance had done, we basically, the first 99U conference had just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea really resonated with people. And it's kind of interesting. The, the conference actually came before the editorial. So we had 
done the event the first year, um, gotten an amazing reception, but as, as often happens the first year that people do an event, you know, it was a little bit hard to get people to pay attention at first. Of course. Um, you know, and it was difficult to kind of sell out. We eventually did, but we thought, you know, people really like this idea of focusing on um, idea execution, but, you know, how do we kind of make sure that, um, you know, it's a little easier to kind of get people there next year? We thought, well, what if we kind of um, basically bring in this editorial component so we're, um, you know, kind of sharing this idea and sharing pragmatic tips with people 365 days a year, and then when we do the conference next year, you know, people will kind of already, will really build this credibility in the brand and build this trust in the brand. And so that's when we kind of, I, you know, I basically came on to lead the brand as we built it out as an editorial property. Um, and so then we kind of did that, and that kind of led into the second year of doing the conference. And that, you know, that, that plan that we conceived was actually incredibly effective mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, kind of selling out the conference and really building awareness for it the following years. Yeah, so so really it was just quite, kind of an organic uh, approach. Uh, it was a relationship and then one that grew organically, and, and now here you are, and <laughs> there's there's a yeah. lot more on the horizon, too. With all of your work, with the articles and the videos and the conference attendees and the workbooks, if you had to point to one or two things that keep people from actually executing on the ideas that they have, what would you say they are? Hmm. I would say, if I had to pick two things, I would say probably the first one is just sort of, is just confidence, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that um, one of the, actually my favorite, one of my favorite essays in Make Your Mark is by um, Seth Godin, and it's the final essay, and he is, you know, sort of speaking to people who are about to, to make the leap to start businesses, and he says, if you, if you wait until you're ready, it's already too late. Yes. Um, you know, I think that's really true. Like, a lot of us feel like, oh, you're waiting for this moment or some sort of, you know, divine sign that you're that you're ready. But it's really just much more about getting started and, and figuring it out along the way. And, and we see so much of that in, you know, the conference talks and every interview we do with everyone. You know, for the most part, it's kind of like nobody knows what the hell they're doing. And they figure it out along the way. And, you know, once they're successful, it kind of sounds good when they look back in <laughs> retrospect. But, you know... Ultimately, if you're if you're you know if you are passionate about something you know and you're you're determined and you're willing to persevere, you know you're probably going to figure it out. Right. So I think that, that confidence is the first one, um, and then the second one is probably really just you know is really distraction and and time management. You know, mm-hmm. I think we have so many things coming at us: email, social media, you know, working in open plan offices as so many of us do, where anyone can kind of sidle over and interrupt you at any moment. And I think you know, just managing, um, you know, your attention so that you can even find the time that you need to go, you know, deeply into a topic, whether it's, you know, writing a book or writing a business plan or whatever you need to do to get that idea off the ground. I think just just really being able to shut out all that stuff and focus is really like the the biggest challenge of the day for everyone right now. Absolutely. Great great advice. And again, if you go out to 99u.com, you can get to all of the different channels that Jocelyn discussed today and a lot of great information, a lot of great lasting evergreen content out there for helping you execute against those ideas that are rolling around in your brain. Thanks so much for sharing with us today, Jocelyn. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been great chatting with you, Kelly. Thanks. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at 
IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at IThinkBigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.